This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to the last edition of Above Grade here in 2019. This is Bryce Jacob uh, from J.S. Brown Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry. Hey, hey, hey. Can you believe it's the end of the year already? I know. Man. It just seems like yesterday it was... Fourth of July. We've been edutaining people for an entire year now. Time flies when you edutain. It sure is. Uh, did you have a good Christmas? I, mean, was, I know I saw you right blast. before Christmas. Yep. You had a good time. Yeah, everything. well, and, you know, we've got the two little ones, so everything's magical still. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Nothing, great? Nothing's been ruined quite now, yet. Do you get build up the anticipation in the morning? We haven't really talked about that, but did you build up the anticipation oh, yeah. in the morning before they come, come down? Absolutely. Come downstairs? Yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah, yeah. We make them wait at the top of the stairs, and I go down and turn on the lights and put a fire in the fireplace. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'll, you'll never believe who came last night. <laughs> Santa, and then yep. run down, and you know, just like a Hallmark movie, it's it's just like that over at the Greg household. That's it. That's over it. at the Hansberries. Christmas with it. the Hansberries. That should be a. We should just do an episode on that. Yeah, well, All it's right. more like a, a Christmas vacation in reality, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we saved our best for last today uh, for the year, and uh, this is a gentleman that throughout the course of the year we've ran into a couple times out at the block parties, and we've talked to you just real briefly. We've thrown the mic in your face. You've been a really good sport with us. But now we really get to dig a little bit deeper into what you do. I've got Rob Humphrey here. He's the president and owner of the Junk Luggers. I love the name of the company. Yeah. That's great, the Junk Luggers. It's kind of like the, uh, that's kind of what Santa does a lot, isn't he? He kind of lugs a lot of junk around. He <laughs> <laughs> just did last week. <laughs> Ends up yeah. being junk. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> you probably see a lot of it in your dumpsters. Or it gets replaced. The The old junk gets replaced with new junk. And that's Santa. true. Always junk, though, isn't yeah. there? So, welcome. Thank you, it's Bryce. Good, good to have you here. We're, uh, you, you are our last guest for the show before we kick off 2020. And I can't believe how fast this year's gone. The last time I saw you, it was hot and we were sweating. Was. Uh, as we were walking around these darn block parties now, we're wrapped in scarves and in our heavy coats crazy but we're still lugging junk year round we are and we do in fact we did today (laughs) (laughs) well you should it's a it's a work day yeah so uh, this is the uh the end of your shift is me Hmm. hopefully unless you're going to pick up more junk at the end of the day uh not today actually we have something tomorrow night um in fact maybe something at some point we're talking about we're doing a charity delivery uh tomorrow night for a customer so yeah we'll talk a little bit about that. yeah good deal so with New Year's, you know, tomorrow's New Year's Eve, too. So that's pretty amazing. And with that being said, I'm curious, Greg, about your New Year's resolutions, because yeah. we always get to hear that from you. And then, Rob, I want to hear if you've got any resolutions or if you just got to give it up on that. So, eh, I never follow through. The, so because I'm kind of that way, I come up with a, a fruity list and then. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I think I think we have the ingredients at the Hansberry household to make this stick. Uh, we invested in a treadmill. Uh, oh, uh, about yeah. two months that, ago. I bet you take a lot of those out in the junk, don't you? We do. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 it'll work. We it'll work. The old yeah, one you'll, you'll be the, <laughs> the magic solution here. Um, well, so here you know, it's a nice fancy one that I got to pay for, and my wife's been, uh, you know, pretty religious about it, but for Christmas I got some new workout gear, some like new shoes, right. some new clothing, and... Uh, it's one of those things that I've been like mentally preparing myself for for the past month. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to hit the ground running literally, and I think I'm in a position where I've got all the right materials, the right mindset. Now I just got to do it, all which right. is the hard part. Now be sure to go on YouTube and watch all those treadmill fails. 
to, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a good yeah. training ground yeah. for Whoa. you if you haven't done it. Yeah, don't stop. You know, mm-hmm. I, when your wife comes in and talk to you, you don't just stop in the right. middle of, the, of your run and you go flying. You get road burn or whatever that's tread burn. Right, right, treadmill burn. <laughs> that's nasty. All right, well, cool. I, you know, I wish you the best with well, that. Well, thank you. And, and what about you, Bryce? You can't leave, you know, let us yeah. ask us without you giving yours. Well, you know, uh, this year's a little different than, than years past, but I've got to do some so, uh, self-control things. All right. Uh, and one of them is just dietary. Um, yeah. You know, I've been really fortunate my whole life. I've kind of been able to eat whatever I want. And, uh, and the quantities haven't really ever held me back as well. But I noticed there are some areas on me a little softer than usual. You know, I still exercise, I do boxing and all that stuff, but I'm finding I have to do a lot more of it. And the other thing is, so I guess what my resolution is, is to, um, take smaller portions (laughs) of of food because, uh, I have, I have a tendency to kind of overindulge a little bit and the holidays didn't help a whole lot. I got new years coming up and, uh, so, you know, you kind of have that last hoorah, which I know we're going to probably do a lot of um, eating and drinking in a couple of days here and uh, and through the first. But after that clean slate, you know, I'm going to I'm going to clean up my act a little bit. So work on the beach bod, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So this time whatever. in uh, you know July, you'll be ready to hit the beach with that. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't <laughs> take that long. Goodness gracious. So it can't be worth it if it takes till July. <laughs> Jeez. How about you, Rob? What are you doing? Well, you, just for what it's worth, Bryce, I'm here to help. So you could be a junk lugger because we oh. stay in pretty good shape. Yeah. Well, I know. I've lost you about I would, 10 pounds. In have the last you? All right. Few months, so. In the last few months, you have yeah. alone, huh? Yeah. Just so, lugging junk, huh? Exactly. Yeah. And you look pretty buff. I mean, you know, you got carrying couches by yourself. Um, no, I have help every now and then. All right. Occasionally. <laughs> not all the time. But right. uh, no, I think probably just for me, um, being a business owner, probably just work smarter. Yeah. You know, there's, you can Good. work all the time and you can work hard and we do, but work, work smarter basically to get more done yeah. essentially is what I'm looking to do and just really continue to grow the business is what I'm trying to do. That's good. So what are some of your goals to be able to do that this next year? Well, I uh, certainly want to increase our customer base. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been very fortunate that we've we've been very well received in, in Columbus, in the Columbus market. Um, our message of keeping things out of the landfill, of donating, recycling, it's been very well received. Mm-hmm. Um, we take great pride in doing a good job for our customers. So we've we've had repeat business from a lot of customers. They've they've had us back, they've referred uh, other customers to us. So it's it's just, I think, about kind of continuing that, that quality, that, that commitment to excellence, and uh, and just then introducing junk luggers to more people around Columbus. Good. So. Well, this is a good format to do that with because this is the uh, nation's most listened to podcast, isn't it, uh, Craig? <laughs> yeah, it's right up there with Joe Rogan. That's right, right. yes. All right. Who's Joe uh-huh. Rogan? Uh, some oh, guy okay. who wishes just, he could yeah, be right. as, as, yeah, as successful as this okay. podcast. All right. Yep. That happens. All right. Well, good. Well, hopefully we get the word out uh, for you because I was really intrigued. Um, you know, obviously with what we do in construction, there's a lot of demolition material and so on. But oftentimes there are things that make it into the dumpster that you go, gosh, it'd be great to repurpose that. Or I sure would hate to have that hit the landfill. And, uh, you know, that our, our dumpster services don't do that. Right. And so unless we take an active stance and pulling things to the side and finding a way, and we've worked with Habitat for Humanity and the Restore, 
Um, and so there, there are other programs out there right. uh, that are also looking at the same initiatives. But what makes you guys different? Well, I, I think probably where we are different is the fact that we do just what you said. We, we actually take the time to find a new home for mm-hmm. a lot of those things. So we, we pick up various pieces of furniture, uh, exercise equipment, uh-huh. uh, building it Sounds building like you'll material. have a treadmill in about a year. Yeah, right. So. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll I, keep I, your number handy. I'll put you on the schedule here. <laughs> yeah. About nine months, yeah. Greg. Yeah. And, uh, we but, need the room. That's yeah, what everyone yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's give, you a, give you a great example. Uh, about a week ago, I uh, had a customer call, and he, had, he and his wife had just downsized. Mm-hmm. Their kids were out of the house. Uh, the kids had left various things behind moved into a brand new condo. So he had a combination of items that, toys, games, that kind of thing, as well as some leftover tile and building materials from the condo. And so we took the the toys and the games, we took those to Goodwill and found a new use for Mm -hmm. those. Good. And then the tile, it was several boxes of brand new tile that hadn't been opened, so we took that to Habitat for Humanity. Great. So where we're different is there are other services. Like I said, they really don't take the time. They just put whatever on the truck. It goes to the landfill. It's never seen again. And we we share that that mindset of trying to repurpose, find new life. Um, Because, you know, and and it is, I guess it's, it's a cliche, but it's, it's very true. One man's junk is another man's treasure. And, and hence you know, the name of our show today. We, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Know, so, yeah okay. <laughs> makes sense now. Yeah. It, it yeah. is good. Well, I'm curious, you know, because you're, you're, it sounds like you're making connections to, to just uh, r- really good efforts to keep things out of the landfill, but the mm-hmm. connections with resources like Habitat and Goodwill, you mentioned. Right. Um, and how do, you, how do you make money then to support your business? Well, so through our fees. So we, we charge okay. to come get the items that we pick up, and we have a, a a spectrum of charges. We have a minimum charge all the way up to a full truckload charge mm-hmm. and then pricing in between. And so, you know, there are certain things that, and it's interesting, you know, a lot of people think that we might be, because we're donating or recycling that, that our service is free mm-hmm. and it's, it's right. not, we, we do charge, but our, we like to think our, our charges or our fees are, are fair and reasonable. Sure. And well, you got to pay for a dumpster, too, if you're going to get your stuff out of there. You have to pay yeah. for the dumpster, and then you have to put it in there yourself, right. essentially. You've got right. to find somebody to help you do it where we do all that for you, essentially. Mm-hmm. We, we come and take it away. So um, part of what we've done in terms of our, our connections to the community is, is, you know, as we find or identify various partners, um, you know, they start, we start to understand what some of their needs are. And then likewise, they start to understand about some of the items that we get. And so there's there's a reciprocal arrangement there where, hey, can you help us out? Or, you know, we've got a client that's looking for some furniture or something like that. Mm, so sure. so some of the, the charities that we work with, um, you know, sometimes we're able to take a, a piece of furniture or, a, you know, a table, a dress or whatever and provide it to somebody that literally has nothing. And Perfect. so we've, yep. we've done things like that as well. And then and then in return... Um, because some of these charity partners know that we're doing things like that, they, they'll do the same thing. They'll spread the word or if, you know, if somebody's got something that they need to get rid of or whatever, um, then they'll say, well, you know, we know these great guys at Junk Luggers. And, and so we, we all kind of work together to, to help each other. 
And and that's actually something I'm very proud of in terms of what yeah. we've done. Yeah, that's it's impressive. Do you ever have uh, a wish list that people give you that say, hey, if you happen to find this, you know, I'd be interested in in getting that from you? Uh, we do. So occasionally we get uh, requests, and, and I'll give you names of a couple of the partners we work with. There's an organization called Welcome Warehouse. Mm-hmm. And they they provide uh, things like clothing, uh, dishware, or houseware type things, dishes sure. um, to those in need. So a lot of times when we pick up those particular items, we'll actually donate them to Welcome Warehouse. Um, likewise, we've done they'll they'll pick up a mattress box spring here and there, and then they'll find a new home for it. So a lot of times we might be the the uh, person that delivers the mattress to the new owner. We do things like that. Uh, there's an organization called Dublin Bridges, and there's okay. there's actually a bridges network around Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, Worthington Bridges, Westerville Bridges, and they work with um, primarily um, people that have been in some type of abusive relationship, maybe walking out the door with just the clothes on their back, mm-hmm. and sure. they will help them try we to find a job, yeah. find a place to live, and so a lot of times... Uh, literally, they may not have anything as well. And so uh, every now and then we'll get a call from them that, you know, hey, we've got a client that, that needs uh, some mattresses or a couch or a kitchen table, whatever. And we might have that available and yeah. we're happy to donate that uh, to them. So how do you logistically coordinate all of this? <laughs> so that's a great question, because. As you can imagine, um, we spend a fair amount of time in the truck. You know, we sure. have we have jobs all over Columbus. We are literally we go within about a fifty mile radius of of Columbus, and so that is one of our challenges because sometimes we we literally might fill up the truck, mm-hmm. and then we have another appointment where we have to be somewhere, and so. Um, Depending, it, you know, part of what I guess where we've kind of tried to figure things out, if you will, are where can we donate some items? And so um, Goodwill around sure. Columbus, we, we've been to many, many Goodwill locations, uh, Volunteers of America, uh, Furniture Bank. And so a lot of times in between our jobs, we might wind up uh, stopping by a charity partner to, you know, dropping off whatever Um Occasionally, we'll get um, various types of metal, um, and we'll recycle the metal. So mm-hmm. we'll take that to a metal yard. So the same kind of thing. Maybe in between a job, we might uh, drop off some some metal at the local metal yard, get it recycled, right. free up some space on the truck. So um, the logistics aspect of things actually can be a challenge sometimes, especially in our real busy season, because you know we're typically booked all day every day and then trying to get some of these items to the various locations, it, mm-hmm. it can be a challenge. So you have your, your fees to pick these things up. Mm-hmm. Part of your fees, is that to take them to distribute where they, they go? Or is um, that how you just allocate those funds? Well, it's built in. It's, yeah, it's built, built into, into the, the pricing yeah. basically because, um, you know, between things like disposal costs or just, just gas in general, I mean, you know, gas is not, Inexpensive not cheap, sure. <laughs> un, un, anymore, unfortunately. And um, so, yeah, so we, we've got that built in. We, we don't allocate uh, specific amounts for donation or or things like that. But it, overall, it's it's built into our, our uh, overall pricing structure. Do you have items that you resell? That's what I was going to ask. It's, it's kind of like the American Pickers thing. You know, if you see an old jukebox or, uh, you know, something like that, there's got to be a market for it. 
Well, we we are starting to do that. Okay. So one of the components of the junk luggers business is a concept called the remix market. Mm-hmm. And, and that is exactly the idea where if we pick up something, whether it's a piece of furniture, a, a pool table, mm-hmm. a piece of exercise equipment, whatever <laughs> it might be, um, it, it, if it works, it still has value, it can, it can be resold. And so the idea is to resell it for pennies on the dollar, mm-hmm. um, but find a new home. And then likewise, uh, some of the money that we generate from that activity um, then we donate to local charities as oh, well. Wonderful. It goes back. I yeah. like that, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm recycling the profit. Sure. And so our, our corporate office in Connecticut really started this, this concept about three, four years ago. Okay. Um, and they've been able to support uh, some of their local charities as well mm-hmm. and, and provide some pretty significant uh, donations. So, so we're just getting started with that, um, we do have a warehouse where we hold on to some items. Um, you know, again, we, we try to donate majority of what we get, but but there are certain things that, um, like you said, we, we think can be resold or you come across a unique item. Uh, in fact, recently we, we came across uh, an, an exercise bicycle from the 50s. Oh, wow. Cool. That is very <laughs> unique. Yeah. And, you know, we, we did a little research. We, we've seen some on eBay. And so probably at some point we'll, we'll put that up for sale. Do you have a website presence where you can uh, list some of these items for people to go in and say, oh, cool, there's a 50s exercise bike. I wanted to look like I did back in the 50s. So <laughs> maybe I should get that bike. Uh, today we don't. That's actually one of the things we're looking into. Okay. Um, New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's go. good. Well, that's so good. are we. One of some of our other locations actually do use some some software that that we'll publish to a website. We'll provide inventory and, and basic things like that. So we're we're just getting started. So we're trying to figure out what what makes sense. But then we we might look at some other. Uh, avenues like Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. or, you know, just even some of the, um, you know, Let It Go and, and some of those types of, of apps, if you will, sure. to, to promote. And then we've even talked about having our own garage sale, basically, just you know, start idea. promoting yeah, things and idea. say, hey, come to the warehouse and, and shop. And if you find something, you know. Help yourself. You know, it's really interesting. At our company, we misorder windows and cabinetries and all, all kinds of uh, little things here and there. So we get a warehouse filled up, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, this is in days gone by before we figured out our logistics. But we did a community garage sale, and you'd be surprised how many people show up and will buy windows, you hmm. know, that are, are just a random size. And they're like, oh, yeah, great window. And they'll buy a, a window <laughs> to take out to their home. And, and uh, cabinetry, you know, obviously people can use cabinetry for a number of things, not just in a kitchen. But, right. you know, they might have a w- workshop and they want a cabinet to store things on and they'll put their own countertop on it. It's incredible how much stuff people love to just look at and buy and feel like they get a good deal and they're helping a good cause. Yeah, I think that's a really clever idea uh, uh, to move some of those things into the hands of the right people. Yeah. Well, and and I think like you said, you know, people are people are looking for a deal or they're, you know, they they may not, you know, they've only got so much money to spend or whatever and and I think like you said the the creativity that you see sometimes is mm-hmm. is really interesting. And yeah. uh, so no, it's it's exciting. I you know all these things kind of combined. Those those were things that attracted me to the business and, and to junk cluckers. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not we're we're I mean we're not just taking something away, throwing it away, and and you know never seeing it again. As opposed to 
trying to be involved in the community, trying to support the planet and minimize what what goes in there. So um, there's you know it's there's it it I guess the, all those things kind of uh, appeal to a lot of people on different levels. I think that's a good little stopping point for the tip of the week. A uh, tip of the week? What do you think? Now it's a perfect time for the tip of the week. That's All right. what I was thinking. Here we go, Rob. Everybody's favorite part of the show is the tip of the week, and here's our tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. Are you one of those people who has a bunch of partially used paint cans who doesn't know how to dispose of the leftover paint? If so, you'll love today's tip. This solution may be easiest for cat lovers, but we can all get on board with this one. You can dispose of paint by putting kitty litter in the paint can. The litter forces the paint to harden, and then it can be properly disposed of in the trash. And that is your tip of the week. And I'm not kidding. Now let's Bro. get back to our... There it is. Come on <laughs> now. Meow. Meow. <laughs> that was a good one. It, that, that was cool. That's a great tip. And that's from Rob, because you probably get that call from people a lot where it isn't just furniture, it isn't TVs and stuff. They say, I got to get rid of this old paint. Exactly. And, and, and you don't take that stuff, do you? No, we don't. Um, there are places like Swaco where you can recycle um, used paints and that type of thing, but... What we've been told is is exactly the tip that you were just giving, Bryce, and it's it it makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that uh, the listeners can benefit from that and uh, uh, see some value from it. What about real quick, um, kind of on the same thought? Um, you know, at the end of this the season, the holiday or you know the fall season, you you dump the the oil or the or the gas from your your lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Is that some of this? I mean, what would you do with some of that? I mean, we're a little off topic, but kind of the same line of conversation. These waste products. That it's a aren't, bonus tip. Yeah. Right yeah. No, great, great question, Greg. So things like motor oil mm-hmm. actually can be recycled at some of the local auto parts stores. Oh, okay. So I know I from personal experience, uh, places like Napa. Okay. You, you know, you take in a milk jug of of used motor oil. Uh, you you can leave it there, and they will recycle it. I'll be darned. Uh, gasoline is is another challenge. I'm still trying to figure out what to do with that. Sure. But uh, when it comes to motor oil, like I said, you know, a lot of um, the auto parts stores are great for that, and likewise, uh, an old car battery mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Or a dead car battery. Yeah. Um, you know, occasionally we'll pick up a battery from somebody, and we'll same kind of thing. We'll take it back to the auto parts stores and and recycle they it, and them, they'll yeah. reprocess it. So yeah. No. So are there things that you pick up that you have to landfill? Uh, we do. Um, you know, a lot of times we just we pick up a particular piece of furniture. Probably a, a couch would be a good example. It's it's torn. It's beat up. Uh, the legs are broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some type of damage to it. And unfortunately, we it. just yeah. can't do anything. Um, so you don't have a repair shop where you can do a little bit of work to these things to refurb? We have not done that. Mm-hmm. Um, our corporate office in Connecticut actually does, where they will take uh, certain types of furniture and either refinish it or paint it or mm-hmm. fix it, repair it, that kind of thing. Um, we're not in a position to do that. However, with that said, um, I have talked to some of the local furniture people that that are in that business where they will refinish or repair various items. And so we've we've talked about doing some things. But, you know, there, there's some stuff, uh, old shingles, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, there's three shingles left yeah. from, you know, a roof a project <laughs> or, um, you know, con- some construction waste or bricks or that kind of mm-hmm. stuff that, that Habitat won't take because right. there's just not enough to do whatever. 
Um, so, yeah, so we, we do have to go to the landfill. We do go to the landfill. And, um, you know, there are times that, unfortunately, just can't be avoided. So. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when people donate to you or purchase, you can still you can give them a donation slip. Is that correct? Even though right. they're paying you to pick up their, their junk? Right. So what we do when whenever we pick up something that is uh, able to be donated, uh, we provide a donation receipt uh, from the partner that we, we donate to. So um, typically we'll drop off the items, we'll get the donation receipt, and then we'll email that uh, to the customer. So it goes directly to the customer. Yes. So that's good service. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I know that's something that with uh, Goodwill, there's a pro and con with that, they get their slip where they can do a write-off, but it's kind of blank and it's an honor system to an extent. Right. Um, but one of the things I've noticed, and I've heard this from the folks at Goodwill, that people also just dump their junk and, and it's trash. Yeah. And a lot of it, they do have to landfill. It's just people kind of cleaning out closets and whatever it might be. And they right. they do it after hours so they can drop the bag on the doorstep and drive away. Do you get much mm-hmm. of that at your place? Um, we've been fortunate. No. Um, yeah. We don't do that. We've we've actually, in fact, that's, that's a very good point, Bryce, in that there are various parts around town or various properties where it's a back alley and mm-hmm. it's dark and somebody thinks I'm going to go get rid of this couch. And, yeah, they just and, drop it. And they'll drop off whatever. And so we've we've actually done some projects for customers and said, "Hey, somebody dumped this on my property. Can you can you come get it?" Um, one, of, I think that's one of the things that that has gone well for us is because of all the partners we work with, we know what they can take, we know what they can't take, and so we we make a very concerted effort not to just take anything to some of mm-hmm. these. You know, if it, if it truly is ripped or torn or destroyed or has has no purpose or no value for anybody yeah um then we we don't put that burden on on the partner essentially and so you know another example of something that might have to be disposed of properly mm-hmm. um and yeah i think that is a, is an issue i i've seen the signs at, at some of the various partners about you know after hours dumping donation and right. it, it is illegal and they will prosecute you if, if they have to. So we, so again, we, we try to be conscious of, right. you know, whatever we're dropping off is not going to, you know, just something we're getting rid of so that, sure. you know, pass that on to somebody else. So absolutely. Yeah. It's worked out. So I, you know, Greg, I was thinking because this is a franchise, mm-hmm. right Rob, and you've got corporate office and then you've got the franchises. Mm-hmm. I was thinking between the two of us with our new year's resolutions, right. We could just get a franchise of junk luggers ourselves. I could be in shape. Mm-hmm. You could get treadmills and other exercise equipment okay. that right. you end up picking up. <laughs> right. mean, two birds, one stone. Let's do it. It's that simple. <laughs> That's why you look the way that you do. You're in great shape. Yeah. You're lugging. fit and strong. You've been lugging and probably have your own treadmill at home. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do have it. And, and I yep. do use it. Although I will confess that for the last few months, I have not used my treadmill because I hurt my ankle while back but um for a while i in fact between a, a treadmill and elliptical actually were the two there things that i use but yeah, um and lugging junk but right now yeah just lugging junk keeps me in shape i literally right. just gave a nordic track away uh over thanksgiving when i went to toledo and helped my parents clean out their basement and they've had a nordic track down there that my mother does not like to throw things away so she's you know marching to the beat of your drum 
And she just said, someone will use this Nordic track. Some, don't you want it? And I thought, like, no. I mean, the amount of room that dang thing takes up when you're swinging your arms around and all that stuff, you pretty much need a 10 by 10 room just to That's use funny. a darn Nordic track. And uh, it's been a, probably seven years now. I've been, mom, let's just get rid of the thing. When I come visit, this is the year. And every year she, oh, no, I think someone will use this. This year we got rid of it. We hmm. took it to Goodwill. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we took a bunch of things actually. And the other thing that we did, cause you probably do, you don't take printers and com- computers and all those actually, things. We do. You do. And then do you yeah. take those to a recycling center? Yes. Yeah. And that's what we did while, while I was up in, in, uh, Toledo this year, we, we loaded up the car. I can't believe how many printers and computers and a fax machine or two is stuck. Old tucked away in there. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah all this uh-huh. stuff. And we took them over to, you know, a recycling center and it was really kind of interesting because I went in and talked to these folks and they, um, we're taking all the stuff apart and the exactly. computer chipboards go to one place, the metal goes someplace else, the plastic goes another. They literally take all these things apart and all those parts get recycled. Yep. And the gold gets pulled off of the panels and the precious metals that are in the computers go to a different center and they further dissect them. It was pretty extraordinary what yeah. they do. And uh, we don't want to fill our landfills with these things. It's not good for them. But there's a purpose behind all of them. So I'm glad to hear you're doing that. You'll pick those things up and get them somewhere. Yeah, no, we do. In fact, uh, there's a local, we have a local partner that does everything you just described. And they they literally will dismantle everything, Mm -hmm. uh, circuit boards, electronics, even things like uh, old um, coax cable, you know, uh, with the wire inside and everything like that. Yeah, pull it apart. They'll strip it. And a lot of times those items, they, they may go through a a process of two or three times where, you know, it's broken down and it's broken down again and again. And then maybe even the uh, plastic container is ultimately shredded. And then that plastic gets recycled as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we do recycle computers, uh, printers. Um, We've, in fact, recently we had a job for a customer that they, they literally had copiers that were probably from the seventies. Things weighed probably 200 pounds yeah. each, yeah. and we took them to our partner, and they they disposed of them properly. Uh, we do the same thing with TVs as well, because as, as you can imagine, we get a lot of TVs. Sure. We get a lot of the old uh, projection TVs, okay. the, you know, yeah. the 60, 70-inch so. ones that mm-hmm. everybody put in their basement that we have a lot of fun carrying out. <laughs> and uh, so, we've again, we've got a partner that uh, recycles the TVs uh, as well because there there are materials in there that, that you have to pay yeah. attention to. You, can't, you cannot just throw that in the landfill. Right. And so, uh, yeah, so we've, we've got uh, good partners that help us with TVs and electronics as well. Now, what's the most unique, interesting, or valuable thing that you have found as you've, you've kind of gone through this over the years? Wow, good question. Um, it's a really loaded question, too. I mean, unique, valuable, <laughs> interesting. Um, that Picasso. Other than the 50s oh, exercise no, we, bike. We've got plenty of Picassos. I, I'm okay. looking for a Monet, though. Okay, We'd like yeah, to find a nice right, Monet yeah. to trade for, maybe, or something. Oh, yeah. like Columbus. Um, well, we've I, here's, I guess, one that is kind of interesting. Um, we've, we came across, we, we've come across some interesting records. Um, okay. And records, and not oh, yeah. CDs yeah, or right. DVDs, yeah, but yeah, some record collections sure. and some interesting uh, groups, well-known groups from the '60s and '70s that were household names at the time. So we've we've held on to a couple of those, um, and then we we had a customer that um, went to a particular concert 
and they had uh, tickets. They had a, a CD of the local group, and then they had autographs, and they framed it all. And okay. It, it was yeah. something they decided that they didn't want anymore, but was was somewhat unique, we thought. Yeah, you know, it was definitely. a big event mm-hmm. in, in their life, and it was a, a well-known band that I was kind of interested in, so we, we held on to that. Who was it? Come on, you could spill the beans. Uh, well, the group was Styx. Okay, yeah. And <laughs> right. uh, went to one of their big concerts. And sure. then I guess the other thing that was kind of interesting um, was uh, we we did a job for a client up in uh, in Delaware, uh, and he was a collector of World War II oh, wow. yeah. ammunition mm-hmm. and, and was truly an authority mm-hmm. on various types of uh, you know, weapons and, and uh, casings and shells and that kind sure. of thing. And my, my son actually happened to be with me that particular day, and he's interested in, in a lot of those things as well. And so this particular gentleman and my son just were going back and forth about, well, what do you think about this particular rifle or, mm-hmm. you know, this machine gun <laughs> or, you know, some of the various uh, battles. And it was just a, a great exchange for sure. them. And he, he and my son really hit it off very well. And uh, so he gave my son a couple of souvenirs. Oh, we're, that's nice. We're pretty neat. Yeah. And uh, yeah. likewise, unique that, you know, you wouldn't come across. And uh, so I guess that that is one thing that that really has been great for us is we've we've met a lot of great people. We, you know, you just have a chance to talk to them a little bit, find out about, you know, their their story or a particular situation. And uh, so that that is something that I've really enjoyed uh, with with our business is just getting to know our customers a little bit. Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm sure. Um, they appreciate the fact that you take care of the things that have created a lot of memories for them and they're going to be allowed to live on and, and create new memories for other folks. Yeah, very true. Yeah, that's awesome. Rob, that's it's cool. been awesome yeah. having you on. I mean, this is this is great. I mean, that, what a great way to wrap up the year and, and what a great topic. And it was nice to dive deeper in, you know, at these, yeah. uh, at these uh, block parties. We didn't get a chance to really get it this deep. So it was nice to learn a lot about what you're doing at the Junk Luggers. And, and, uh, and there's an opportunity for both Greg and I working with you. Mm-hmm. And so I might yeah. join your fitness team yeah. and carrying furniture for you at some <laughs> point just to get things moving. Love to have you. Well, thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Greg. And uh, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year, new year to you as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is it. That's it. Right, can you believe it? I'm, I'm going to end of the year as we know it. Eat some, warm up the pork and kraut right now. After As soon as we're done here, we're, we're yeah. done. I'm ready to do that. But for the rest of you who have time off, we want you to binge listen. This is a great thing to do while yeah. your time is off. The football games aren't going to be that interesting, are they? Yeah. You know, good use of time is to listen to above grade podcasts, binge listen. You can do that, of course, by going to jsbrownandcompany.com. Check it out. Check us out there. Or you can certainly go over to your favorite podcasting app. And go to iTunes and check us out. Be sure to rate and review us. Let us know how we did this year. And certainly send us some of your topics, interesting stories that you might have. We'll share them on the next Above Grade. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a great plan. Well, until next year, I guess I have to say. See you you next year. Yeah, see you next year. This is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company wishing you a wonderful year to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.